Say something. What, 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 Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. Okay, wait. Okay. Yeah? Do I sound? Oh, wait. I think it's this thing. Yeah. Okay. That sounds better? Hello? Uh, yeah. Hello? Hello? I, yeah, I hear you. Hello? 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 Hi. Hi. Hey. Okay. How's it going? All right. Cool. That's better. All right. I just we just, there's a little echo from the uh I think it's from the um the Witchmajigs. Witchmajigs? The walls. Maybe. I would put like the egg cartons on them, but I have but this isn't a studio, it's actually like Well we can make space. it a studio. I mean we could, but it's also like a living space. Yeah. Yeah, it's not really aesthetic. And you have this mirror here. That's Yeah, it checks out before you leave the house. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, no, I'm saying like it's like you would, you need to take that down, and that's just too much yeah, work. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, no. The mayor's been there for a long time. It's put in his. It's got it's got um, tenure. Yeah, it definitely has tenure. It has to be. You gotta leave it here. Yeah. How was your week? Uh, it's been okay. Oh, you know what it is? It's your mic. Oh yeah. I was in my. Yeah, because your mic is pointed towards yourself. Like it needs to be up. He's up. Yeah. Yeah. Is that better? Yes. Okay. That's what it was. It was you. It was you all along, Austin. <laughs> it's me. It was me all along. Austin. That's just a callback to like his many um, like fuck up, yeah, storylines. He can't get out of his own way, really. He really can't. But I really, I, if I want to blame one person for me not watching um, wrestling anymore, probably Vince McMahon. But you could also use him to be the reasoning why you lost wrestling. How so? It was How all his mean? idea. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Actually, no, he bought it from someone else, though, didn't he? Like, I mean, he did some okay. Well, he did some good things. Did some bad things. Though. Like, I mean, he came up with live television for wrestling. Yeah, he came up with WrestleMania. That's true. He came up with buying all the other territories and purging all the talent. That's probably not the best thing for wrestling, though. Well, not for wrestling, but for his company. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's pretty best. Yeah. So I guess he's a double edged sword. Yeah, yeah, he for has sure. some good and some bad. What have you been doing all week? What I've been doing all week, I have been playing video games and, um, you know, trying not to uh, wrap my head against the wall, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I watched, uh, what was I watching? Uh, I watched this movie called Code 8. Code 8. Have you heard of it? I think so. It's, with, uh, it's with Robbie Amell and Stephen Amell. Um, Oliver Queen. He used and, to be. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's about this... Uh, it's kind of like a it's futuristic cyberpunk kind of superhero story. Uh. All these people with powers. It's it's pretty strong metaphor for immigrants, but all these people with powers are now um, sort of ostracized, and they're you know shifted, and they're all poor, and they work you know shitty jobs and trying to make money. Tell me the Incredibles. A little bit, but yeah. they're this. Yeah, it's a little darker than that. Yeah. I would. <laughs> Yeah. But there's this one scene like Robbie Amell, he's um his superpower is being able to harness electricity. And there's one scene where he uh throws electricity from his hands to like bring down a helicopter uh-huh. or a drone. And it reminded me, I was like, Oh, I have not yet seen The Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah. So I watched The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Did you see it? No, I have not. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, okay. I was gonna talk about it, but I don't want to spoil it for you if you plan on watching it. Oh, shit. I, I got to watch it now. But I will say this. My bad. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, you did? I really did. I've heard good things about it. I just haven't seen it yet. Here's the thing. And I was listening to the No Redeeming Qualities episode about Star Wars. They did an episode on May the 4th. 
for like and they they brought in a bunch of people to talk about star wars and there was some fucking nerds on there talking about how not to watch the rise of skywalker and it just solidified like i've always kind of known this and i feel like you've known this as well how negative that a small minority of vocal star wars fans have been the past few years yeah um but it just confirmed it for me i was like these guys just aren't gonna be happy with anything and i think a lot of it just stems to from they don't like that their main hero in their star wars their precious star wars movies was a girl yeah it's really weird because all the other nitpicks that i've heard about this thing this movie are you know that it's oh it's just retelling the same stories over and over again but this time they just made all the cool characters girls and it's just like isn't it all movies it's all movies all the stories stem from like Greek mythology, dude. Like all movies stem from somewhere. Like everything's copying something, from somewhere. Dude. Everything's copying somebody, dude. So I'd, it's like you're not gonna get it your way, and you didn't grow up with these movies, so you don't get to age with them. These are movies for another generation, yeah. And you can either like the callbacks and the fan service that they are able to provide you, or you don't. But the stories themselves are not for you. Yeah, like every movie is. A retell something. Even the Little Mermaid was ripped off of the Little Mermaid, where it turns into sea foam at the end. Really dark. Wait, what? Yeah, the Little Mermaid is. There's another. There's another Little Mermaid that uh, that Disney one is ripped off of. Yeah. And that one is funny because uh, my sister wanted to watch the Little Mermaid when it came out, mm-hmm. and it came out on on, on VHS. And uh, my cousin, my old, we had an older cousin that worked at like a video store, and he said he's gonna bring back the Little Mermaid for her to watch. Yeah. And by this time, the Little Mermaid's out the area on Sebastian. He brings the Little Mermaid home. That's the other Little Mermaid. Okay. That's like, it's anime different. I think it's like French anime differently. And like we watch that Little Mermaid. And in the end, she turns into sea foam. Like she dies. What? For real. And it's, and it's animated. It's animated. And yeah. it came out before the Disney version. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So like there are different similarities there. But I mean, even that. Even Little Mermaid ripped off something. Everything ripped off something. There's a, I think there's a Japanese Lion King story. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think it's called like Kimba. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. We might have to do an episode on on that. Things that are ripped off other things. Specifically Disney animation. I mean, shit. We might be able to look into that. We but it, might. Well, I mean, I hope we can stay on. Yeah. But yeah, they might come with a strong hand of the law. Yeah. And just knock down our door. And they be own like, everything now. Yeah, I'm. Listen, I'm totally open to a Disney ownership, not ownership, sponsorship, um, if they choose to at some point. But until then, I think they. Would, I think they will buy my apartment to evict me just to just to flex. <laughs> they could just do that. They're just like, yeah, you're out of here. They might do that. Um, but yeah, I totally liked Rise of Skywalker. I think, I think you'll like it too. I'm sure, as I'm, long as you you're you know. Pretty open minded. No, I am. I think I like most things. I mean, there's some things that are just bad. I just uh, call them them as being bad, and that's it. Yeah. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. Cool. I'll check it out. Um, This is going to be a heavy episode. (laughs) Of course. Before we get into all this stuff, um, I'm going to start saying this stuff at the top. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, check out our playlist on Spotify. We have a Spotify playlist that we add to every week. it's the state your take list with Ed and Aaron. It's pretty long now. It's like 14, 15 hours worth of music. Yeah. So once we get to 24 hours, we're going to stop. And then you can just have that on all day. And there'd be 24 hours of you just being basked in our essence while you listen to our podcast and then have the music, the playlist as the bed underneath. Man. That's how you show your true fandom. We're all around you. We're all around you and we're inside you. And on top of you. And beneath you. And beneath you. Covering you with our love and our majestic. You're going to say you take a cocoon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Do all that. You ready? No, but fuck it. Okay. Still the wrong button. So I got to figure out that it's that button i was gonna ask you to check those first before we started anyway <laughs> I, and i was like the, i, think I know it's three i know it's number three I, was like, I, th- I think you get it but i just gotta say it next time. it's i know that it's number three <laughs>
it's always been number three. And yet sometimes I still just think, well, I, well, two, it, it would make more sense for it to be two because I use two more than I use three. I'm glad that you did that before we got into this, though. Yeah, because that, that sets the tone. Got it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you've all heard at this point now. This is the most viral story that we've ever posted about. Um, yeah, and it got the most... It got the most engagement. Uh, um, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about it either. Because on one hand, I'm like, okay, it sucks that it took this in order for you know, the word to get out there. But if you look at the people that liked it, it's a lot of young people. So maybe somebody found out about the story that might not have heard about it otherwise. You know, so maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I, I just don't know why. Like this is like it always takes it's like super inflammatory things get your attention, right? Um, I might be saying his name wrong. I haven't heard his name spoken because I haven't watched anything about this. But just take uh, a shot. I mean, Ahmad Arbery. Sounds good to me. Sounds like it to me. Arbery, um, young man, twenty-five year old, was jogging in. I don't. I guess it wasn't his neighborhood, and was killed by two dudes with guns and one dude with a camera, who decided that they were going to take it upon themselves to interrogate him about some burglaries that happened in the neighborhood that he had nothing to do with. Um. Do you want to talk about this? Um. <clears throat> I feel like I should. I just don't know. I don't know. I just don't know what to say about it. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was funny that the attorney that released the video thought it would help his friends, the guys that killed Ahmad Arbery. Mm-hmm. He thought that he 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 said that if if he stood still, right. And didn't run. They wouldn't have shot him. Yeah, that to me. I don't know why this the video came out. I I don't know. I don't I don't know what the initial purpose was. Like I know what the lawyers said, but I have to think that there was a certain level of guilt that was building up. Because I don't see how you look at that video, and I, I did watch it completely unintentionally. Yeah, I mean, um, no, I'm not. I don't judge it. I don't judge anyone for watching it. Yeah. I think that, I think that some people need to. I think some people need to watch it. Yeah, I think some um, people need to watch it too. But I don't see how you look at that video and see someone deserving to die. That just so that, that just shows up the test some people are. You know, that shows up how some people just don't. I think some people just don't understand. You know, like if he if you if he said if he didn't run that he didn't have to get shot. But imagine you're just out walking somewhere and then someone comes to you with the with a gun. Two strangers. Two strangers come to you with a gun. And then another one is behind you blocking your path to escape, essentially. And I want to see what they're talking about. Yeah, they just want to talk to you. And you're in deep south? Georgia? And if they didn't like, what else do you do but run? Like I would have like, what else do you do but run? No. Yeah. And and you know what, dude? I, I'm going to reiterate what I said the other day. It's that like I need people to get as active on this as they did about the Tiger King. Fuck that Tiger King, dog. Because I saw Tiger after Tiger King aired. Fuck. I saw Tiger King every Tiger King memes. Fuck him. Tiger King groups on Facebook. Tiger King this. Tiger King that. Fuck the Tiger King. Let me say this. Let me say this right now. But just so we, can, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. I'm gonna get off it and we'll get back on what we're talking about. Fuck the Tiger King. Fuck everyone in the documentary. They all need to be locked up. So I don't want to hear anything about freeing this motherfucker. I don't want to hear anything about that shit. They're all terrible people. Fuck all of them. And, it's, and this is this the energy that I'm talking about. This has nothing to do with that motherfucker that's in jail right now for killing tigers. I don't know why I care about this shit so much. Like, fuck it. <sighs> fuck him. Go on. Thank you, Ed, our lead Tiger King correspondent. Um, <laughs> no, but like just the, the amount of activity surrounding the Tiger yeah. King documentary, like that was fun and it was cool, but like, all right, seriously, this, fuck them. This, yeah. this is real life shit. Yeah, this is real shit. This like, is real life shit and it's pretty cut and dry and there shouldn't really be any room for, uh, 
Well, but what if... No, none of that. No, fuck that. Don't want to hear that. Because here's the thing. The only way that this changes, the only way that anything really changes is if the people who are least affected by this are outraged. Point blank, period. Yeah. That's it. You're tired of hearing about it? Cool. We're really tired about crying about it. We're tired of being fucking hashtags. I'm tired of being like... I'm tired of people having to stand up, stand up, don't shoot, or fucking wearing black hoodies, or running, or or running 2.23 miles. I'm fucking tired of all that shit. I don't like. I'm tired of being on another social media movement. People are fucking dying, and and it's just a hashtag. And like every, like I guess it makes you feel good or whatever because you did it. But I mean, it doesn't change shit. Like I'm tired of being looked at as, as expendable. That's what I'm tired of. Yeah. It's um, it's it's really running dry. I don't have point. I don't like, have like, patience for it anymore. Yeah, the the, the well of patience has really started to run dry. This is this is why I don't. This is why I don't ever get in like those um debates with people on social media. I'm like, if you want to know, you can fucking find out. I'm not the person to ask about the shit. Yeah, and there's no one. And so you, there are research you can find out about what's going on. There's shit. If, if you don't get it after shit like this, what the fuck can I tell you? That's the other point. Is that there's, there's not a. It's not. It shouldn't be a debate anymore. It's not a debate. We need to have conversations. I'm not talking now. Well, we need to talk, but we don't need to be debating about it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We need to engage in conversations with pe- with the exact people that you know who we need to we need to talk about this stuff to. You know, you know, people listening to it. We know who we need to talk about it with. We can't debate it though, because there's nothing to debate with this particular instance. Okay, this solidifies what black and brown people have been talking about for generations is that they are unjustly being executed and there's been no repercussions for the offenders. Now, you see it now. There are for two months. We, we've been talking about this for generations. And we've shown you previous examples before where maybe you've been able to... Um, you know, well, it looked kind of murky there, or maybe you've been trying to convince yourself that somebody had it coming. This is a case, this kid did not have it coming. He did not deserve this. And these two guys had no business taking the law into their own hands. Okay. This is, this is it. This is your prime example. Okay. If it happens once, it happens too many times. Now I need you guys to get on board with this. Okay. I'm tired of this shit, man. I really am. We're all tired of this shit, but it's not going to change anything until everybody is tired of this shit. Okay. And it doesn't need to be any more examples of this happening for you to grow tired of this shit. We need you to believe what we're saying at this point. We need you to get on board and help us make some serious changes. Because like I said, unless you guys are just as outraged about this as we are, we're not going to be able to garner any attention to do anything about this. Like, even I even heard she had like friends, they, they, they had friends that worked for the, um, I guess one of the friends was like a was like a district attorney and didn't. Well, I think um, one. Of, I think the older guy was a former police officer. Yeah, or something. But you, which also tells that he, the, the, which means that, that tells me he knew he can get away with, on, on to a certain degree. Oh yeah, he knew he can get away with this shit, and it's like, like I'm, like there's can, still there's still a possibility that they walk. You could, definitely they got definitely they got charged, but they haven't got convicted of anything. Definitely, yet. a woman broke into a, a woman broke into a man's house and shot him dead and got ten years. For, he was, he didn't do shit. Yep. So look, I'm tired. Of, look, we can talk, but I'm I'm damn about tired of talking to. Like I'm tired of talking to you. And uh, that's fair, dude. I, I, I completely t- under, I, I completely like, get that. I definitely won't debate you about any of this shit because it's beneath me. I will tell you right now, debating you about the shelf screen, anything is beneath me. I will not debate anyone about why I or like I'm not I'm not going to tell you why Black Lives Matter. I'm not debating any of you about this shit. Not a one fucking person. I don't have to talk to you about it. You sh- if you don't know, you don't want to know. Period. Yeah. Um, we got to keep our foot on the neck of these prosecutors in Georgia for this. Yeah. This doesn't go away just because they got arrested. This doesn't go away just because they got charged. This doesn't go away even when they get convicted. This goes away when there are active laws in place and people in place to enforce these laws to make sure that nothing like this ever happens again. It also goes away when people 
start trying to act blind to what's going on and stop acting like when you see me, you don't see what my mother and my or my friends see. You see something else until you until you get to the root of that. The shit will keep on happening because you want to act like the racism isn't a real thing that we're talking about. We're just being oversensitive. When you see me, you don't see what my what my friends see, what my or what my parents see. Yeah. Yeah. Um. With that being said, I do appreciate the people that have spread the story and that have had conversations with their friends about these issues. Um, because that's the first step. And that's really all that it takes in order for somebody else to get, uh, <laughs> I almost said woken up, <laughs> but I don't want to use the term woke. But that's, that's, that may be the first step that someone else needs in order to see the world for what it is for other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't want that to go unnoticed as well. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you for doing that. But this is a long, long, long fight. And we are nowhere near close to being finished. Well, I don't know if you even started yet. Well, yeah. That's even more to the point. We may not be started in in some areas, but it's it's going to take a while. We're just hashtagging and, um, you know, and changing like our, 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 our profiles to like, I don't know, a different color. Well, I think that, something. I think that doing that is, you know, I don't think that it's empty handed, so it's, to speak, but it's, not, but it's it, not enough. It seems like that's all that there is though. And that's the point that I'm getting tired of. Yeah. Cause it seems like we do, we, we do the hashtag, we do this and three months, the three months again, we're like, how do we get here again? And then we do it. It's like a recycle. Right. It was just like the same thing over and over again. It's like, we do a hashtag. We like someone, like someone gets murdered. We do a hashtag. Um, That's why we, this is why we need more people on our side, man. This is why we need more people involved. Dude, it can't dude. just be, it can't just be us. Like it has to be everybody. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. No, I feel you. So I reach, you. reach out to your people, have the talk with them. And then maybe we can get started doing something about this. I'm pretty sure on it then, though. Hit the right button this time. Um, hey, so speaking of... I don't know if you can segue from that, Doc. Well, I was going to say, speaking of joining forces... <laughs> okay. Okay. See? Okay. Yeah, okay. See? Good, good, good. So you see these, these pre-show meetings that we have where I'm like putting everything in place? Okay. It's not for bullshit. Uh, no, I, I feel you. But no, like I didn't know you... You didn't know I had that in the talk. Good job. Good job. See, I'm working here. Good job, man. Um, The Irish and the Choctaw Indians, they have a long-standing friendship that stems all the way back to the Great Potato Famine, believe it or not. Um, But we're going to talk about this this friendly gesture, this loving gesture that the Irish are doing to honor the the Choctaw tribe. Funds? Oh, sorry. Grateful Irish honor their famine debt to the Choctaw tribe. New band name alert, the Grateful Irish. I know. Funds for Native American tribes who have been badly hit by coronavirus are flooding in from Ireland as they repay a debt dating back to the 19th century famine. At least 41 people have, take, have fallen victim to COVID-19 in the Navajo Nation, which straddles part of Utah, Arizona, and New Mexico. The rise in cases is partly attributed to a water crisis. An estimated 40% of the Navajo do not have running water at home, and the drought in the Southwest exacerbated the crisis. That's a whole different Damn. story that is probably never going to be told. Yeah, it's kind of like another, that, that's a story inside of a story. Wait, y'all don't have running water? Yeah, 40% of you? A lot of y'all don't have running water. That's, um, is, that, is that the story? That could be a story. That's a whole yeah, that that's, a story. That, that's part of the story. Um, as the pandemic intensified, the Navajo and the Hopi family set up a GoFundMe campaign to raise cash to pay for bottled water. That's another story. Why the fuck do these people need to set up a GoFundMe for fucking water? I'm so, I'm so, I'm so lost to the running water thing. Like, they take, like, they taking the shits. It's like, hold on, what's going on with that? Almost $1.3 million has already been raised with donations flooding in from Ireland. Not other parts of America, but Ireland. Ireland. The generosity dates back to a gesture made in March of 1847 
when the Choctaw tribe, who was gradually reestablishing itself in Oklahoma, gradually reestablishing that's that's that's, uh, that's story number two. That's that's story number three. That's story number three. Um, gradually, like that, that, that gradually reestablishing. Gradually themselves. reestablishing. You when know, they're ripped from their land, and just <laughs> like <laughs> it's like just, this, this is relocation. Yeah, so I'll just move, we're moving for work. Minor setback. Uh, don't worry about those tears. There's nothing. Don't worry about that. <laughs> we can pop that right up. They have been. Uh, yeah, this is this is that's the next line there. Um, they've been gradually reestablishing themselves in Oklahoma, having been ousted from its ancestral lands in Mississippi. Heard of the Great Famine, so they they were out of Mississippi. They relocated to Oklahoma. They hear word of a Great Famine over in Ireland while they're being ripped from their from their land while they're trying to reestablish themselves. Yeah, um, set up shop. Meeting in a building in a building in Scullyville, Oklahoma, uh, the Choctaw were asked to dig deep for people miles away they had never even met. They did, and the donations poured in. Now, 173 late, years later, the gesture is being repaid with donors from Ireland. Here's the crazy part. You ready for this? You ready to guess how much money they uh, they donated? The Choctaw and Navajo people helped the Irish during the Great Famine. Despite their own suffering, um, what am I guessing now? Yeah. Um, wait, this was like an 1800s? Yeah, it's like 1847. 1847. I'm going to say um, $50 and a, a bushel of corn. A bushel of corn. I think uh, I thought bushels existed back then, and they traded. And stuff. Is it a bushel? I don't know if it's a. Bu- I don't even know what a bushel is in like metric terms. I don't know how to measure a bushel. I just I just said bushel because it felt. It right. sounds right. It felt right, doesn't it? It's a bushel of corn. But how much is a bushel? How many pieces of how many ears of corn do you fit in a bushel? I couldn't even tell you. I could not even tell you. I don't. I did we. I didn't learn bushels in um in elementary school i think we're past i think we're past that now but you said fifty dollars in a bushel of corn a bushel of corn yeah depending on how much that bushel of corn costs you may be right okay the choctaw indian donated to the irish 150 dollars so in 1847 so if a bushel is worth a hundred dollars and i'm got that i'm golden but we don't know that yet possibly possibly here's the other crazy part about this relationship between the navajo or sorry the choctaw and the uh the irish mm-hmm. If you are Choctaw, you can get a, uh, a tuition-free program for uh, colleges in Ireland. That's dope. For Isn't real? it, though? That's dope. Isn't it, though? That is, that's awesome, man. Um, there's a couple of... There's a sculpture commemorating the donation given by the Choctaw Nation uh, in Cork called Kindred Spirits. I don't know if it's made of Cork, but it's in Cork. Um, for anyone doing the math, $150 is about $4,700 today. Wow. So I don't know how much, I don't know how much food that buys in 1847, but 150 bucks, there's no, nothing to laugh at. Especially when you get ripped from your land. Especially when you don't got it, right? Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, like they were, they were, they were like, it's kind of like when someone asks you for money when you're like, you ain't got no money. It's like, oh, uh, <laughs> man, I don't, I was going to ask you for some money. Dog. Yeah, like, man, you're doing better than me, dog. I was going to ask you. But I mean, I could see what I got. Like, they literally reached their pockets and gave them what they had. I was like, I, uh, oh man, you really stretching me thin there, bro. Let me look. Yeah. Uh, all right, man, I got, I got that, dog. What a wonderful story. It's a great story. Heartwarming. Yeah. Like, it really just, the fact that, like, they, they're like, we ain't going to forget this, dog. Because, nigga, when you give them the money, they, they're like, I appreciate this. Yeah. They normally don't. But this I'm actually did. It's like, nah, I, I go, I, I got you. Yeah, bro. for real. They was like, I got you, and they actually got you, and they actually got you for life. For life, because yeah. I'm pretty sure that at some point Ireland could have paid back that forty seven hundred easy and been like, are we we square? Yeah, they could be. Right now, I was like, oh, so we good, right? Good, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like, your kids can come, your kids can come to our come to here and get college free. Yeah, we give you our money. Like, I think it's like, what was the donation they gave? Like, uh, millions. They they, they they raised so far one point three million dollars. Millions of dollars. Like I did. I don't know if it was all from Ireland, but the story seems yeah. to implicate that it was mostly from uh, yeah, from Irish yeah. donations. Even still, like that's way more than forty seven hundred. You know what they could do? They could just buy Mississippi back and just give it back to the Choctaw Indian. That'd, that'd be that'd be a great gesture. That'd be a fantastic gesture. Because I mean, how worse can you make Mississippi? Anyway? I mean, we could probably uh, Mississippi under Irish command by way of the Choctaw Indian. 
I mean, I'm saying, though, like something to think about. Something to think about. I mean, we can, we can, we can do that, and we it, can... listen. If it works, I'm just I'm clipping all data. If it works, let's try it with Florida. Look, it would be called the Great Mississippi. Uh, what is it? We can get rid of it. Like, look, the Great Mississippi Experiment. Yeah, because like, because all right, I'm trying to think of where they line up in terms of Mississippi. Like, okay, no, Alabama's next to Georgia. Yeah, you got Georgia on the on the Atlantic, and then you got Bama, Mississippi. Louisiana. That whole fucking us. row is just like y'all are just on the. You guys are on thin ice. Thin ice. The thinnest of ice. Really? Like you're. You need. I need a timeout. Hey, so um, let's talk a little bit about this dude, Joel Michael Singer. Now, if you Google this guy, you might not get any results because his daddy. He's got money, and his daddy is trying to keep his name and this video off the internet. But you know what they say about the internet? It's forever. Shit is forever. Dateline! Joel Michael Singer held down after headbutting man at Florida restaurant. It all comes back to Florida. I'm telling you, man. Like, just get rid of that motherfucking place, man. Just get rid of it. We got no, listen. We, we gotta get the beaches. Yeah, we just keep Miami, and then we'll we'll uh, you we'll, doing this Miami thing, man. I'm telling you, bro. Like you just listen, need it. We're gonna go to Miami, and I'm, you're gonna see why we need to keep Miami. It's not like I'm gonna get blown up. Like it'll still be there. It's just not a part of the nation. It's still there. Yeah, but no, it needs to be a part of the nation. Why? Because you'll see when we go. All right, okay. Joel Michael Singer is the Florida man. <laughs> Florida man is always gonna make me laugh. Uh, who recorded? Who was recorded headbutting another man and then being wrestled to the ground at a restaurant in Fort Lauderdale before police arrived? The video begins by showing Singer arguing with two men. One of the men accuses Singer of punching another man. Singer walks away from the men only to return and headbutt one of them. Singer is then taken to the ground by a witness who tells Singer, "Quote, you're fucking done." By the way, though. To, because I think the, the beginning of the video, he's like, he's asking, did I punch him? Did I punch him? Like, mm-hmm. he's asking the guy that said he punched someone. Yep. He's like, did I punch someone? And he's like, yeah, you punched someone. And then he headbutts another guy. He's like, that's not a good defense for not punching someone. Like, you can't just <laughs> say, well, when someone says that you suck a person somebody, you don't just come back and headbutt someone and say, like, see? Yeah, right. I didn't do it. Like, yeah. you're... <laughs> You you clearly have a pattern no, here. See now you see now you gotta uh, you gotta infuse the Amber Heard defense. I didn't punch you. <laughs> I headbutted you. It's a difference, okay? The Amber Heard defense. I, like I didn't that. punch you. I hit you. Now we're gonna use that. We're gonna use that. We're gonna run that one. Uh, fuck Amber Heard, by the way. <laughs> uh, Singer identified himself as the man in the video through multiple copyright claims he has made against Vimeo and Google. These copyright claims were successful, and the video has been removed from video streaming sites on multiple occasions. In more than one of these claims, Singer calls a clip, Video of Me Being Attacked. The first copyright claim made by Singer in relation to the video was made in September of 2019. So this video has been trying to be circulated throughout the internet for all this time. Yeah. In his most recent copyright claim, which was made in April of 2020, Singer alleged that the upload of the video of the video was, quote, enticing threat and violence against him. Wow. Singer complained about the comments on a Reddit thread that remains public despite the video being deleted. So, yeah, that's essentially what this is. This video is the um, this is the case of can being rich buy you out of being an asshole on the Internet? The answer is no, no, no. The, the internet is just. You've been fighting this for fucking what is it? September, October, November, December. Let's just say eight months, roughly. You could just say sorry for being a dick. That's it. That's what it is, dude. Just you just it's... apologize to the dude you had butted. You apologize to the restaurant where you caused a scene. You apologize to the guy who had to wrestle you to the ground, who didn't make varsity, apparently. You didn't make varsity. He told Singer here. Because everyone kept saying, I could do jujitsu. He was like, no, nah, I'm doing any of that shit. It just, he swung at me and I just got to put him in a headlock. That was just it. That's how you know you can't fight. You got to fucking taken down by a guy that didn't make varsity until his senior year. Yeah, like. But Until the, you had no choice but to make He held varsity. him down for like maybe like four or five minutes. Like he was just trying to negotiate this way. I was like, nope, I'm not getting up. I'm yeah. just gonna lay right here on top of you. So that's all you gotta do. Just don't be a fucking asshole. Go up to the people, apologize sincerely, 
and then make good. Yeah, and then maybe people stop paying attention to people this. Forget, people forget. Like, if, you, if, you, if you just came out and said, I'm sorry, I was being a dick. And the problem, this thing would have been gone. Like, no one cares. It's not even that great of a video to watch for me to care about that much. Right. It's just like now, but but you doing all this, you doing makes so it a much, deal. so much of a bigger deal. You're doing so much, you're so extra, and you're not helping anybody in this situation. Yeah. And you totally, you totally suck a person that guy. Like, it's pretty clear. You fucking headbutted him. <laughs> you headbutted another person. <laughs> Who but does he, that? And they swear a third person, but he rushes to the ground and comes down for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. You fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking dummy. So just apologize. Make this go away. Do yourself a favor. Sup? Yeah. <sighs> okay. We did all that fun stuff so we can get to some more depressing stuff. Yay. Rest in peace, little Richard. Man. A womp bomb, a little bomb, a womp bamboo. The inspiration for Elvis? Elton John. Elton John? Uh, I think the Beatles cover one of his songs, too. I'm pretty sure that Little Richard is rock and roll. Yeah. Through and through. Yeah. Like, you could not have a rock and roll Hall of Fame without Little Richard in it. No. How? Why? Also, kind of surprising. Was there a Little Richard biography at this point? Biopic? I, I feel like there was, but I don't remember it. If it was, it wasn't one worthy of him. Probably. I think it was like a TV movie. Yeah, which I, I don't count. It's like it's like saying that the, the one where Flex was Michael Jackson was a biopic for Michael Jackson. So yeah, count. we should get one of those made. You and me. I mean, I don't, we don't want the budget now. Like I have to, like if I'm gonna make a little Richard biopic, it has to be like it's gonna be like some. Heavy. Yeah. It's not going to be some like lifetime type shit. No, no, no. This is going to be like Ray Charles, Jamie Foxx level of, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. straight out of Compton, that fucking kind of, that uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. That level, yeah. yeah. It can't be like fucking. A level. Yeah. It's not going to be no look, motherfucking lifetime Saturday morning BET movie. Bobby Brown story, that kind of oh, shit. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Remember that. when that came out, everybody was like so excited about it, and I it was just not, ended up being fucking I was trash. Not I was. This was I never was. I was like, you have to, you have to think about the magnitude of the star that they're making the movie of, and the network doing it. Like they just don't add up. Like yeah. Bobby Brown is an icon. He is. He deserved better. And like to have it make like I was like, nah, this ain't gonna, this ain't gonna, this ain't gonna, this doesn't track, dog. This doesn't track. And it absolutely needs to be redone again because there's a lot of shit that they didn't even touch. Yeah. In that movie. Yeah. I heard the new edition one was good, though. I did hear that one was good. I didn't, I didn't see it. See it. Uh, so rest in peace, little Richard. You will be missed. And also, rest in peace, Andre Harrell. Shit. I mean, that just happened today. Yeah. And I mean, you told me about it when I walked in here, and I'm like, I'm still a little shaken up about it. Crazy. Um, it's been a shitty year, dude. <sighs> Remember, what was it, 2017, 2016, where we lost all the celebrities? I think it was 2017, maybe. 2017. This is on par for that year, because that was a really, really rough year. Oh, this year has lapped that year in terms of like just being shitty. I'm saying, though. It's like, lapped it like three times. We're not even halfway through the year yet, and no, it's already on even, par. We're not even in July yet. Andre Harrell, if you guys love hip-hop, if you guys love R&B. Or the New Jack Swing. Or New Jack Swing. You have Andre Harrell to thank for that. Andre Harrell, most notably, fired Sean Diddy Combs from Uptown Records. He also discovered Mary J. Blige. Teenage Mary J. Blige. The, uh, what's the 411 Mary J. Blige? Yep. Um, so far, the cause of death has not been confirmed. We hope it was natural peaceful yeah painless um we're just gonna run through this uh little news clip real quick um andre harrell a native of new york started his career uh, as a music artist one half of the early rap duo dr jekyll and mr hyde that doesn't like a very 80s that rap is deal. super ripped right out of the 80s <laughs> i'm about to i missed that <laughs> <laughs> In 1983, he teamed with Russell Simmons, the founder of Def Jam Records, and had one of his early experiences in the business working as a vice president and later general manager of that label. He left to start his own company, Uptown Records, in 1986. Stylish, sophisticated, and fashion-forward, the label played a key role in the development of New Jack Swing, a style of R&B, courtesy of acts like Jodeci, Heavy D, The Boys, 
and Father MC. New Jack Swing, New Jack City, New Jack Cops. Wait, what was the, what was the line? I, see, I need some New Jack Cops to take out the New Jack something like that. I got to watch that movie again. Oh, yeah. Um, Harrell also signed Teenage Mary J. Blige in the 80s through her career at the label didn't fully take off until the early 1990s uh, with help from Harrell's Entrepri- un- enterprising? Enterprising. Enterprising? Enterprising? Why is it entrepreneur and enterprising? Like, where did that E sound come from? Mm-hmm. That should be correct. That should be correct. Enterprising should be correct. If it's entre- entrepreneur, whatever. <laughs> I know that word. I just, I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> um, I know that word. I don't know why. It's being fucking finicky right now. You don't read like this normally. I don't know what's up with you. Um, so Andre signed Mary J. Blige. She got help from Puffy, who helped develop her sound. Um, in that position, Puff found Biggie. And we all know the story from there. Um, in 95, Harrell went on to Motown Records as president and CEO. Um, and then he also served as vice chairman of Revolt. Andre Harrell did. <sighs> this, one, this one fucking sucks, dude. This yeah. one really hurts. He was only 59 years old. Yep. So a lot to left, lot left to give. Um. And yeah, like I told you earlier, if you guys haven't seen that documentary, Good Hair, with Chris Rock, find it, and Andre Harrell has the best line in the whole movie. I'm not going to tell you what it is. got to go out and watch it, but rest in peace to Andre Harrell. I'm going to watch it just for that. You have to watch it. I think, you, I think Amanda would really like it, too. Cool. All right, let's talk sports. Oofk, 249. <laughs> Oofk. Uh, UFC 249. Um, Place to be determined, I guess. It doesn't say where they're going to fight. I don't know where it's at. It could be like in the Bermuda Triangle, some shit. I have no idea. What if they just did it like in a backyard somewhere? Like this was all just like backyard brawling, that'd old be school. A, that'd be a lot of profit because it's like we're, we're charging 69 <laughs> to watch a backyard brawl. Dean <laughs> uh, is a genius. Like you did it again. I don't know how you doing it. Uh, what are you anticipating from this? It's the, live sports event. It's the man. It's like I think it's I think I like UFC though, and it's a pretty good car. But at the same time, I'm just like this is the first time I watched sports at a sporting event in probably like what two three months. It's been a while. Unless you were watching Korean baseball, no, or any of the stuff on the ESPN Ocho, no. But yeah, this is going to be the I, first major sporting event in quite a while. I can't trick myself into like being interested in that Ocho stuff. I can't. Like I saw cornholing on today. I was like, mm, I can't do it. You know. I just can't care about it. So, like, I, I think that's um, my excitement is just that I can watch a sporting event on TV. I haven't done that. And now Dana has, like, a captive audience. If, 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 if anyone's not watching anything, you can watch the UFC now because it's like, what else is there to watch? <laughs> oh, wait. It's at the Star Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course it's in Florida. <laughs> Uh, why would it not be? I don't know why. Even, why did I? I just assumed it was in Florida. Yeah, it's just assumed, right? It should have been. Should have yeah. been. Uh, so, who do you got in the main title bout between Ferguson and Gethy? Gaethje. Gaethje. Yeah. Okay. Who do you got? I think Ferguson will win, but I just, just Justin Gaethje only knows how to go forward. He doesn't go backward. Like he just it's good like, rule for life. His. I feel like his. I'm pretty sure his his strategy is more complicated than this. But when I watch it. I think that strategy is like, if I punched him hard enough, he won't want to punch me back. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to punch you. I'm going to keep punching you. and you can, you can I'm going to punch the air just like this. <laughs> and if you get in the way, it's your own that's fault. Just, that's that's, that's Gaethje's school of um, fighting. Just I mean, it, it works. It got him a title bout, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. So, I I mean, he's a good fighter. I just, Ferguson's just like a really good. It's like he's on, it's like a 12-fight win streak. So, you think Ferguson's got it? I think so. He's supposed to fight Khabib. How? How's he winning? How's he winning? Yeah. Uh, private decision. Okay. So they're going to the distance. Yeah. All right. Um, any other fights on the card that you're looking forward to? Francis Ngannou is fighting again. 
who was like the MMA version of he's the MMA version of Mike Tyson in the NES game. This dude that he's fighting looks like a young Mark Henry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Is this this is a heavyweight bout? So are these going to be like two like bears just slot slugging it out? Francis is going to throw bombs. Like he, I think his last, I think his first, his last two fights have ended in the first round because mm-hmm. he just he hits like a diesel truck. Um, Greg Hardy is fighting again. No, he's probably, he'll probably lose again. Okay. Um, what else? Anthony Pettis and Cowboy. They're on the prelim. They're on the prelim card. And the prelim card. That's actually the free one. She caught it. Catch on ESPN. That at some point I feel like should have been a, a main event. It could have been, probably. Well, I, I, no, maybe at some point, like I, if you maybe rewind, I don't know, six months to a year, mm-hmm. that could have been a main event. Uh, Carla Esparza and Michelle Waterson. I think it's a good fight. I think uh, I think I think I pick Waterson, even though she's underdog in that fight for some reason. But and this is going to be on ESPN Plus. I think I think that won't be on ESPN though. I think that uh, the oh yeah the uh, sorry yeah the or the prelims are going to be on ESPN and ESPN Plus. Yeah. The early prelims are on Fight Pass, and then the main card is going to be on ESPN Plus. Well, not and the yeah the main card is going to be on no, the ESPN, it's going to be a pay per view ESPN. Yeah, so it's going to be an extra charge on top of the charge that you charged. For ESPN Plus, right? Which, by the way, I hate ESPN Plus. Is the is is a fucking racket. I hate it. I don't even bother looking I hate at it. it. Well, because like I like UFC fights, and a lot of them go through that. But it's a fucking racket. Like the fact that to pay a pay per view on top of the UFC didn't they have their own app at some point? They did, but they merged it. Like they have, I think they still have it. That Fight Pass, they still have that's it. ESPN or that's the UFC's app. Yes, he's yeah. The fight they still have okay. that, but I think they just had to deal with these because money, like whatever. I don't know because ESPN because Disney. Because well, because Dana White likes money too. Like yes, yeah. everyone's making money. Because why would you, you can't say no to Disney? You can't say no to the mouse. The mouse comes at you, and they're like, they put a fucking briefcase of money on the f- table. It's not a suggestion. What if they walked in someone with a Mickey Mouse head on to the negotiations? Ooh, like what? What effects would that be? Because it's like you don't say a word. You want to laugh about it, but it's like it's still Disney though. Because you, because if I saw someone walking with like a full suit, like like Jack in the Box style, mm-hmm. like with a full suit. Mickey Mouse head on, and mm-hmm. they come in like to negotiate. Like you want to laugh, mm-hmm. but it's like it's fucking Disney. They got guns out, right? <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. Just thinking out loud. I mean, I I think we found our new uh, Disney Plus adult themed series where we get a bunch of you know white collar criminals that walk into business meetings with you know mascot heads on. And they just force deals to happen. I like that. I think Disney could do that, though. They would. They could. They won't. Because we'll see. They're Disney. We we'll see. Like we'll we'll see how we'll see like how far they want to flex because they could. Disney could do that. They really could. They can make and make money off it too. Put the money in the fucking bag. Ha huh? ha. Uh, let's talk last dance. Last episode was the Jordan sponsorship and gambling. This is basically. An hour of being in Jordan's pockets, <laughs> because they were like, "How do you go?" It's two hours. It's two hours of being in Jordan's pockets. They're like, well, "Why are you spending so much money? You're spending ten thousand dollars on golf." It's like, what, what, "Get the fuck out! Of, who, who cares? I'm worth millions. Ten thousand dollars to me is ten dollars to you. Is nothing for me." That and it's like, I think people really don't connect this competitive nature to mm-hmm. the gambling thing because, like, it's the same. It's the same thing that drives him. And everything. Yeah, you can't just be like, oh, let's make a gentleman's bet on who can toss the quarters closest to the wall. That doesn't excite Jordan. That doesn't give him a boner. What gives him a boner is taking your money. If he can't take your money, he wants to take your soul. Yeah, he thinks he's better than you in everything. And he wants to prove it to you. Right. So he, the only way he knows he's going to get the best out of you is if, he's, if you're trying. And the only way he's going to get you to try is if there's money on the line. So yeah. you better come with your fucking A game, Haas. Yeah, like I think it's so I always think it's weird they always talk about his gambling problem. Like but when you think about how he operates, it's like he's gonna have a gambling problem. Like how's he he's gonna have one. He thinks yeah, he's better he, than everyone and everything. Even if he was broke, he would be like, All right, put up the money. Exactly. Because that's just in him. He's he, like he's a he's a he's a he's a touch of insane. He's a drug dealer who just happens to know how to <laughs> play basketball. Right. Like, <laughs> that's all this is. Jordan would be the kingest of he would be Alpo. And Griselda and fucking Pablo Escobar all rolled into one. But they gave him a basketball. Instead. But they gave him a basketball instead of a brick. 
Man. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we would all be addicted to crack. We would all have crack and cocaine running through our veins right now had Jordan had his way in the 80s with, with the white. We would have been a mess of a country. Shit. You don't say no to Jordan as a drug dealer? What? We've been talking so much smash on this podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> Need some smack, man. <laughs> um, what are you looking forward to this upcoming episode, though? This is going to be the uh, the retirement, yeah, and the and the comeback, the forty five. Um, when I come back, like Jordan wearing the four five, it ain't to play games with you. It's to aim at you, probably maim you. If I owe you, I blow you to smith the rings, cocksucker. Take one for your team, and I need you to remember one thing. You were supposed to say one thing. Oh, yeah, dude, I love sport, whatever. Retirement. What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to the the um, emergence of Scottie Pippen. Mm-hmm. People forgot. People forgot how good he was when uh, Jordan left. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to what the f- like. I'm looking forward to what the fuck were they thinking about him going to play baseball? Like, I get that was his dad's dream, but I mean. Uh, come on like well oh, i mean, man. I mean like, i'm this this is the part this is the part that has been speculated for for many years like was this a um a suspension handed down from the from david stern who knows how much money he was worth to say like listen we got to get you to relax on some of this stuff we're gonna make you go away for a little while but we're not gonna call it a suspension we're gonna call it a retirement you're gonna go play baseball for a little bit and you're gonna come back blah 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 like May, like maybe there's a little bit of that in this. The way they're the, the way they're spinning the promos, I don't think it's going to be that. It's probably not going to be that. I don't think it's going to be that at all. Like, I'll, I, I, if it is great, I just don't think it's going to be that way. And it, it'd be a great surprise for me because I don't know what's going to happen. Right. But it's just like, dude. I mean, I just don't. I don't think it makes sense of it because I because even now, like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't understand it. I don't understand it either. I don't understand why he went to the White Sox instead of the Cubs. <laughs> like that's the big that's my problem with it. I know the Cubs were like losers for so long, but it's not like the White Sox were like lighting it up, were they at that point? Did he have, did he have his choice of who to go to? Then? I don't know because I because I, I think they because like, like I said the Cubs were I don't know like I don't know if he had his I don't know if he just like had carte blanche just like I can create any team I want to. Yeah, and why stay in Chicago? I and mean, then I know it's Chicago is your city, but like you're from Brooklyn. Could have went to the fucking Yankees. I mean, like, like I said, like I don't know if that that's a product they want to put out there. Hey, yeah, you know what I mean? Because like he wasn't lighting it up. He, he wasn't that great as a baseball player, so it's not like he could have made their squad anyway. Yeah, I don't know. We'll so, see. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. But then when he comes back and he has to wear the 45, I mean, that's this is going to be that's going to be a great retelling because I don't. There's a lot of that that I don't really remember. I remember no. There's a lot of there's a lot of it that I remember the black jerseys. Oh yeah, that's all I remember. Oh yeah, I remember when the Bulls came out the black jerseys and Man. everyone was like, "What Man. is this? Give me all of it." I I need everyone. In I need all of it. Medium. I need all of it. I need every. I need. I need a. I need a Bill Wellington jersey. <laughs> I don't care. No, the Rodman in the black was like. Yeah, no. That I, was, I saw that. I saw the Rodman in black. Yeah. Saw the Pippen lot. So close. Saw the Jordan lot. But I don't want to get like the obscure. One. I don't want to get like a Judd Butler. Look <laughs> <laughs> at that Judd Butler red and black, yo. Hey, I almost called it. We got a. Um, we got. I said we're gonna get a Luke Longley episode. We didn't get a Luke Longley episode, but we did get a little bit of Tony Kukoc. We did in the last one. I mean, Tony Kukoc. I, I could see like I could see Tony Kukoc, Tony getting an episode, but Luke Longley that was that was a long. That shot. was a reach. Yeah, that was a reach. Nice. Yeah, I see it. But yeah, like I want the um. Let me get the uh, what other jersey can I get? Um, uh, BJ Armstrong. <laughs> BJ, I feel like that's like that's not. It's not. No, it's not deep enough cut. He's, he he started. He started. He, he was a starter. At no, one he point. came off the bench. Didn't he, he? he started. He started at one point though. He started at one point. He started at one point. Um. Yeah. Oh. Uh. No, I don't have it. Because I saw I, I saw a joke of people that um and Houston I was like I'm gonna get Eldridge or Kastner jersey <laughs> or a peach <P-chill> cut. <laughs> I used to go ask for those but no one would have them. Yeah, I wonder why. I mean, I, I mean, they want they need some jersey sales too. Sure, I guess. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't you have to sign a contract in order to be get your jersey on the on the show? Like, don't the, you have to like earn a certain amount of money? The thing and is, then... that, the things that you can find them out there though. That's the thing. Like you, the, the people that you don't know, have jerseys, they have jerseys. Like, especially if you go to like their hometown, 
Look at Houston, like you said. Like, think let's see the most obscure jersey I've seen in Houston of a player. I think I saw all Matt Bullet jersey, Matt Bullheader jersey once. Matt Bullheader, an official jersey, official jersey. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah, something like if you go to their hometown or the team, you can get the deep cut jerseys. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. I saw a fucking Charlie Conway jersey in uh, it was like lids. I was like, they just make up jerseys now. Like they just give jer- they just making jerseys from like for like movie characters now. Like is that the thing that they do? Sometimes. I saw, wait, yeah, I saw a Willie Beeman jersey. I saw a Willie Beeman jersey too, mm-hmm. and it had a little shark on the front. I was like, all yeah. right, well, that's okay, that's pretty cool. So one of my Ron Mexico jerseys though. Who? Ron Mexico. We'll never see that. They banned that. Like you should be. I know. Be, yeah. I know. We'll never see it. We get. Yeah, I think even if you try to put Mexico, like you know how you can make your own yeah. jersey. I think if you try to put they Mexico in the back, it. they won't let you do yeah, it. They won't let you do it. Oh, one day. I'm gonna try. I gotta talk to you. I gotta get something off my chest. Where in the hell did we come up with the idea for cream food? I was I thinking about this the other know. day. I, I was. Know. I was thinking about corn, and I was just like, corn. It's probably one of the most versatile vegetables that we have. You can make it in so many different ways. Like you can have it savory. You can make it sweet. It's naturally sweet. It's naturally sweet, but you can also make it savory and you can make it into a cake. You could make it into a flake, you know? Right. Um, Cakes and flakes. Cakes, flakes. Cakes and flakes. Hang on a second, dude. Cakes and flakes. That could be like a fundraiser. Could it? Yeah. Like, I don't know how yet, but write that down. That's a good idea. But anyway, corn. Delicious, right? We all love it. I love corn. In some in some aspect. You can I put it in soup. You can have it on the cob. Yep. You can have it just on the out of the can. I don't know. Like <laughs> the, 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 the kernels. That sounds depressing. It's disgusting. But you can have it in a bread. But for some fucking reason, that wasn't enough. It wasn't good enough for people. They decided to take cream and add it to corn and make cream corn. And to that, I ask you, Ed, why? I couldn't tell you. What the fuck? I couldn't tell you. Whose idea? I couldn't. Uh, Who um, looked at cream corn and thought, yeah, that looks delicious. I'd like to put that in my mouth. Our, our retirement home, maybe? No. <laughs> no. Like I'm trying, to, I'm trying to give you something. And I have no idea. And it didn't even stop there. They took the cream corn concept mm-hmm. and said, let's replace the corn with spinach. Spinach! That sounds disgusting. It is! You want to yeah. know why? Because spinach is disgusting. Now, I love spinach. I'm not a fan of it. Okay. As you know, someone who is in the health profession, I'm a big advocate for what they call power greens. No, I eat it. I just don't like it. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. It doesn't taste good. Right. And it doesn't like lend itself to be cooked because I'm sure at some point all of us have taken uh, a big old pile of spinach, yeah. put it in a skillet with a little bit of oil, and been thoroughly depressed with the result. Like you, like you literally could buy that whole that big tub you can get from like you get in the produce section, like the big tub of it. You yeah. put it in the skillet, like it'll all cook down to like maybe something you could put like a Ziploc bag. Yeah, like a snack bag. Yeah, yeah. You just divvy it's it up. Insane. I'm it's, just like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. And then somebody took that. And decided, not good enough. Going to add some warm dairy Mm -hmm. to this and Mm -hmm. make it into something that looks like it came out of my butt. (laughs) Whose butt that came out of? I don't know. But it's not coming out of mine because I'm not putting it in my mouth, Ed. I need to figure this out because I don't know. First of all, I don't know anybody whose creamed food is their favorite food. I don't think that's a thing is i've it? never met somebody and been like what's your favorite food and they're like cream corn that person's deranged crazy yes if you see it at a thanksgiving dinner i'm skipping over it i might knock over i might knock over accident accident i might put close. my finger in it so that nobody else and make you watch me put my finger in it so that nobody else eats it <laughs> why are you fingering the wait, food who, who's bringing wait is that like a is that like something someone would bring like who, who would bring cream corn Ugh. Or creamed anything. Like, as this is the side I'm bringing you, I brought you some cream corn. I don't know, but they're getting uninvited. That's the last potluck or anything that, of any kind that you get invited to. It's the last time you see me as a friend this, as well. This motherfucker brought cream corn. Cream corn. How dare you? Now, here's the thing I am team Manhattan clam chowder over New England clam chowder. Okay. 
that's my stance. And What's I was, the difference between the two? Uh, one is like a like a red based. Okay. Manhattan, Manhattan is red based. Oh, like a red, like someone. I don't know if it's tomato. I, I it's more of like a um like a bisque, not a bisque. What the fuck am I? Man, yeah, maybe like a bisque. Um, whereas Manhattan or New England cream, cream chowder is like uh, it's cereal. <laughs> it's cereal. It's clam cereal. Oh, it's disgusting. That sounds awful. By the way, cereal is soup, and ketchup is a sports drink. All right, now that now. Do you want to talk about this? Sure. Did you see my? Did you see my? I saw that. Now that doesn't. That is like the sports drink doesn't track. Tell me how it doesn't. Ketchup is a is a liquid derived from a fruit with added sugar. Is it really derived from fruit, though? Yes. Tomato is a fruit. It's a fruit know. and a vegetable. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I don't it's know. classified as both. No, I get that. Tell me I'm wrong. I get that. How am I wrong? They're different. They're more ingredients that go into like a drink than... There's more ingredients that go into ketchup as well, but... Like vitamins and stuff? No, we're talking like the main, the core three ingredients. Yeah, but you said sports drink. It is a sports drink. Sports drinks always have like... The main thing about sports drinks, they always have like the vitamin additives in it. There's no vitamins in, in tomatoes? In some... But you, do you see them on a, on a, on a, on a label for ketchup, though? Yeah. You see vitamins in there? Sure. Like vitamins, like vitamin B and A and all these other things. Maybe. Niacin. I don't know. I haven't looked at no, it. No, there isn't, man. Let me look it up. I'm looking it up right now. I'm looking it up right now. It's but not it, like... It's not like... <laughs> all right. So are you going to sit there and tell me that I'm wrong, though? Because yes. how am I wrong? Because it doesn't have any it's added... It's so if I drink. So if I take some, some B powder, if I take some B12 powder and I add it into my ketchup... Then you may have a more argument, yeah. <laughs> you are out of your it's not, mind. That, that's, that's you what, are crazy. That's dude. why sports drinks aren't like sodas. Yeah, because it's there's, no, to, there's no we, carbonation. If you want to call ketchup more close to like a punch, I got you. But sports drink, no. What? Yeah. What's the difference between a punch and a sports drink? Sports drinks have additives of uh, vitamins because you they, you lose these electrolytes when you're running and stuff. Okay, that's what uh, that's the main thing. Salt. About sports drinks. Salt is an electrolyte, right? Oh God, no. Is it not? I'm talking about like vitamins and other things. Like it has a lot of additives to call it a sports drink. I'm looking it up right now. I'm looking it up. So you think you, you think you can get people that are running outside? Vitamin C. Vitamin C. Fifteen point one milligrams. No, I tell you what. I tell you what. Go to go to go to every sports team that has like a, has like um Gatorade. Give them ketchup instead. See how they tell you. I'm not it's saying a it's a, I'm not saying it's a viable sports drink. I, it's not. A sports I'm drink. not even saying that it's good. I'm then what saying, are you talking about? I'm saying you said you, it's a sports drink. How's a sports drink? First of all, first of all, put your eyebrows down. And watch your tone. Because I don't know what the fuck you're saying. It doesn't what make I'm any saying, sense. It's not a good sports drink, oh, okay? God. I wouldn't recommend it's any not, athlete to drink fucking drink, C4 or goddamn Bang Energy it's, energy drink. It's, it's not a sports drink, dog. It is a sports drink. It's you could not. classify it as a sports drink, and I'm, not. T- I'm not going to I'm not gonna hear another word of it because I'm not wrong. You're not hearing. You're not You're not making any sense. You're saying, oh, I'm not making you, just got, you just got to add something to it, and then it's a sports drink. No, you don't. It's fruit-derived, it's added sugar, and it's a liquid. Tell me that's not a sports drink. It's not. It I is. It's Tampico. Is that a sports drink too? Fine. That is Tampico. Look, if is Tampico Tamp- sports drink too? No. I mean, it could be. Technically, what is it classified as? A juice? I guess it's like a, fr- <laughs> a drink, a fruit drink. It's I don't a, know. It's not called anything. It's a fruit-based drink product. That is viscosity of it too. Like you can't drink ketchup, dude. It's too thick. I mean, you drink milkshakes all the time, don't you? Not like that. How do you drink a milkshake? Through a straw, and I you could drink ketchup through a straw. No, you call you're calling it a sports drink, though. That's that's my thing. It's like you're saying like I, I, I can drink ketchup while I do activities. I'm not saying you should. I'm saying that you could, and it would. I could do a lot of things. I could like I, I, I look. I'm not saying you should use it as a sports drink. I'm it's saying not one. It could, I'm saying it could be classified as such. It could. It'd be really bad. It's like classifying like. Alcohol as a fuel, like just regular rubbing you could class, as a fuel. You could classify. You could do it, but it might no, fuck your car. No, no, you could classify a plane as a car because it has wheels and it moves, but you wouldn't because it's also an airplane. It also doesn't fit into the lanes of in the car lanes. Yeah, because what? the car lanes are designed for cars. Yeah, because that's this cars. Is the exact ar- this is the exact argument I'm making. No. It is not designed for like sports drink consumption. Because it's not one. Because it isn't one technically, but you could classify it as such. Now, look, I'm tired of explaining myself. I'm tired of explaining myself. You're just being contrarian. Yo, you're just being a contrarian right now. I'm not being contrarian. You're trying to be so obtuse about this. You want to open up your mind. I thought you smoke weed. Don't you smoke weed? Isn't your mind supposed to be open? Isn't your third eye supposed to be open, brown man? Open up your fucking senses and come to the realization that you've been lied to for your entire life. 
You, so you the feds now, huh? You just gonna put I'm the feds. You just said you just put out that idea. You, 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 yeah, you the feds. We've been t- you've talked about it on here before. I have not. Yes, you have. I have not. Yes, you have. I'm pretty sure I haven't. I'm pretty sure you have. I know I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the show. I don't have any education because, like I said, that's to the first story took too much out of me. Yeah, that was a. That was a, it was a bit of a pretty rough week, man. Yeah. Maybe next week I have something. You better have something. Oh well. Unless something gets happen next week, we're having the hashtag. And we'll see. Wait, we shouldn't even play about that. I mean, I'm not playing about it. I'm being serious. I'm, I'm dead. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, we've already had. I mean, I don't know if you saw the conversation that we had with Cult 45, but there was like three incidents this week. Yeah. Where, like, you could get easily confused about who was. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, stay safe out there, everybody. Please, please. Um, we're still not through this pandemic yet. Uh, even though people want to make think that we are, yeah, for we some just, reasons like we were just kind of forgetting about it. It's yeah, like, just yeah, like ignoring fine. it and trying to make it go away, and that isn't even like that nah, doesn't work do like that. that. Please stay safe. Um, and try not to die because it's pretty hard to do now. Yeah, please don't die. Um, we already mentioned at the top, so we don't have to say anything else right now. Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Gamma Gator Productions.